Welcome to the Nopalera podcast, a place where I share the journey of building my company from the ground up, as well as the stories of others in our community. I am your host, Sandra Velasquez, founder of Nopalera, a culture-forward brand that celebrates and elevates culture. Aside from making great products, we are cultural storytellers with a mission to inspire our community to stand in their worth. In this podcast, you will hear a mix of solo and guest episodes around the entrepreneurial realities of building a company. I launched Nopalera from my Brooklyn apartment with no outside funding while working three jobs, raising my child in the middle of the pandemic at the age of 44. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I hope it inspires you to live boldly. Welcome to a very special episode of the Nopaleta podcast in honor of Women's History Month. Today's guest is my friend, the one and only Angel Aviles, an icon in the Latino community. I remember exactly where I was when I first saw Mi Vida Loca, which has now become a cult classic film. Three decades since that film, Angel went on to write a book called Too Happy to Be Sad Girl, which became a bestseller, and she now continues to speak and coach on culture, creativity, and confidence. This special edition of the podcast will be featured on our new YouTube channel, which we will link below in the show notes. Bonus alert, in honor of Women's History Month, we are offering our podcast subscribers, that means you, a code for 20% off anything on our website. Use the code HERSTORY20, that's H-E-R-S-T-O-R-Y-2-0, at checkout for the entire month of March. This cannot be combined with any other discount. Let's head to the studio to meet my friend, Angel Aviles. First of all, welcome home. <gasps> yes. You are from New York. I this am. This is your home. I am, yes. Does it feel like home when you come here? No. Okay. Not anymore. I have friends that I, I meet here and then I feel like home, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I found my home in the world and I think that that's more of who I am now. I mm -hmm. think having grown up here and being like, you know, you raised as like New York is the center of the universe. Yeah. And having the opportunity to, you know, there's, there's a certain toughness and there was a certain pride, just mm -hmm. like in any environment you grow up in. There's yeah. kids who grew up in LA, yeah. kids that are from Miami, Detroit, wherever you're from, it's like you get this sense of pride because of one, protection, mm -hmm. and two, strength, yeah. just to be a part of something. But now, yeah, I just feel like I meet my people in my home everywhere mm -hmm. I go. Mm. You are the home. I am. I'm mm -hmm. home. I'm in my skin, and I just connect. I'm so fortunate to connect with amazing people. Yeah. I have to tell you about this. I remember the moment where I was, my friend's house in San Diego, when I first saw Mi Vida Loca. I just have to mention it because I remember so clearly watching this movie and just feeling like galvanized, you know? And so, you know, you've done plenty of interviews about that. So we don't need to go into all of that. You already know you are an icon. And so for me, it's just a full circle moment that now we are in your hometown and we are on this podcast together. Wow. Life is magic. Life it is magic. It truly is. Life like, is magic. Even the way we met and like I know. how instantly our friendship formed. Like, and in Mexico, when you posted a picture, I was like, I just walked by that door. Are you in San Miguel? Yes. And it was like instant. And you were like, we're doing this, yeah. this, this, and yeah. this. And I had been there for weeks. And yeah. I was just kind of like, I'm just chilling. <laughs> just going to walk. And you were like, we're going to do this, yeah. this, this. And yeah. you just like, let me third wheel with you. And But then you appeared like legit. You came up the mountain. I did. <laughs> we, were, we were sitting yes. on a bench at the top of a hill. We had just done this like massive hike and like, I was like, Angel? 
<laughs> I know. Like, like literally out of the bush. You know, I, I was saw like, that dress, yeah. which was stunning. <laughs> that green dress. And I was like, I didn't even know it was you. I was like, I'm going to talk to that woman because I have to know where she got that dress. And then it was you. And yeah. I was like, what? Okay, I guess we're hanging out again. We're going to do this. All right, what are you doing for lunch? Yes. Yeah. What yeah. are you doing tomorrow? Yes. <laughs> and just from that, I just got so much more daring. Like I found the charco, which yeah. I also walked oh. to like a mad woman. Wow. Don't recommend that yeah. to everyone. <laughs> Not from where I was staying. Yes, yes. But I did it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really brilliant, this sort of serendipitous. That was full on serendipity. I, I yes, I try to explain that too. Like, when you are doing you, mm. you meet the most incredible people. And it's like instant family, instant connection. Yes, yes, yes. And just empowering one another it doesn't like you just know like this person is gonna make it and what do i have to do to jump on mm -hmm. so that she knows like there's fuel there's fuel yes. behind her we were in the right place at the right time that's how you know like i was meant to be here right now without a doubt yeah without a doubt so now you teach people to be confident correct but i would love to know do you remember a time when you were not uh, most of my life, <laughs> okay. right? So most of my life I spent incredibly insecure and sadly through the moments where I was physically mm. the most beautiful, right? Okay. Still gorgeous now. Thank I you. I hear you. I hear what you're saying, but, but you I don't accept I mean? that. Like, yes. Aesthetically supposed to be most pleasing. Like yeah. I feel sexy as hell. I'm yeah. 53 now yes. and my life no, is goals. I'm, goals, I'm feeling goals. fabulous. Yes. However, at the time when you're supposed to be living your best life, you have the most energy, mm -hmm. like your, your metabolism you're not going to the doctor. Working, right? You don't have <laughs> shit to worry about. Yeah. Like there's not a thing on your body that aches. Yes. You need nothing yes. except water and, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. air. Yeah. I was the most insecure. Mm. Uh, part of that is, is just culturally having grown up in an environment that one demanded I be incredibly different, like it's constant code switching growing up in the Bronx, mm -hmm. being in ballet, being in the arts where mm -hmm. not a whole lot of people that looked like me were representing, mm -hmm. um, moving to Hollywood where the aesthetics and the, you know, the container of beauty was very specific. Yes. And truthfully, did I meet that container? On my good days, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was always this never-ending journey of not enoughness. Yes. This, this constant mm -hmm. barrage of images that showed that I wasn't enough. There weren't people that looked like me. There weren't people that came from places like me. Mm -hmm. And so that was just a never-ending supply. And, and what I did was I created a life, a fortress of a life, a machine of a life mm -hmm. that at least made it appear that I was confident. Mm. at least made it appear that I had it all going on, mm -hmm. which I did. You know, I had the family and the beautiful kids and the beautiful husband mm -hmm. and the beautiful and the house career. and the career and the this and the this. But still, there's something. Unless you do that, that work. Mm -hmm. And people get afraid to when I say, oh, it's deep work. Well, yeah. it is deep work. Yeah, yeah. And whether you want to do it or not, you're going to live in the results of that work or that lack of work. Yes, that part. So you're either going to do it. Yeah. Or you're not going to do it. Yeah. But the you're going to live in the results. Yes. So for me, ultimately, what ended up changing is I, you know, if it was like 1986, we would call it a nervous breakdown. <laughs> right. Hysteria. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That's probably like more 20. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, right. But now it, they call it burnout. Uh-huh. Right. This idea of you're doing so much. Yes. And then the world just, it crashes. Yes. 
And I found myself having these chronic and debilitating moments of depression, Mm -hmm. chronic debilitating panic attacks Mm. where I was in my 30s. I was 38 at the hospital. Like, you're not going to tell me I'm not having a heart attack. Right. Like, this is real. Yeah. It literally real is a heart attack. Yeah. And they were like, no, there's nothing wrong with your heart. And I remember the first time a doctor asked me, is there something going on at home? Like implying that there was Mm. maybe something psychological. And I was just like, oh, you're trying to say I'm crazy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I couldn't even process that. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you're just saying I'm crazy. Like I'm making this up. Yeah. But that's how phenomenal the mind is. Yes. Like we can make up all kinds of things to call ourselves awake, to call ourselves to change, Mm -hmm. to create something different that we've already created. Mm -hmm. And so what, was there like one defining moment or was it like a series of moments that got you out of that into like where you are now that so much so that you are able to now help people also transform their lives? I really like to say it's a series of undefined moments that you, upon reflection, realize were the most important moments of your life. Mm -hmm. I like to say that and I like to share and emphasize that because I think we live in such a fast culture where we want things to come so quickly. Yeah. You know, the before and afters, all the life flashing in in one minute. Mm -hmm. That's not how it is. Yeah. That's not how any awakening is. That's not how the journey is. The journey is long. Yeah. And as cliche as it sounds, it's like to enjoy the process. Most of the process is not enjoyable. Okay, thank you for saying that. Because people always say enjoy the process. I'm like, can we just get there? <laughs> Some And plus, if you're looking to enjoy it, mm-hmm. you're going to be depressed and disappointed. And once again, it's going to fuel that feeling of not enoughness. Mm-hmm. So-and-so said enjoy the process. Yeah. So-and-so keeps telling me to... And you're like, how the fuck do I yeah. enjoy the process? Thank this you. Process the process is sucks. shitty. Thank you. Right? Thank you. It's Thank like, you. I can enjoy a foot in the ass, yeah. but I don't. No. <laughs> can you? Yes. Yeah. So it's not always going to be fabulous. When you can enjoy it, do. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, understand that there's going to be some unenjoyable... Yes things that you have to go through and just trust that it will ultimately work out Mm -hmm. and don't stop trying because I tried all of it. Mm. I tried all the self-care and the doctor and the crystals and I did everything that I could possibly do. Mm -hmm. And finally it was a lot of modalities all working together because this was a physical spiritual and emotional process and so I did it all I took care of my body I took care of my mind and I took care of my spirit Mm -hmm. and a lot of that was deconstructing a lot of belief systems Mm -hmm. and then acting upon what you know and what you now have yeah which is a bunch of ideas mm-hmm. and thoughts and beliefs that you can either choose to carry with you through the next part of your life. Yes. Or you can choose to recreate. Yes. It's like a heavy backpack that we carry. Honey. What are we what are we taking on this next trip? Do you need it? Do you need it? Right. Do you even know what's in the back? Uh, right? Because I think about right <laughs> trauma, number one. Right. You know, I think about like if my house were to flood right now, like well, would I remember even what's in it? Like probably yes. like my computer, <laughs> you know, but do I even know what's in my closet? Not really. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But we yes. just pack it up and we just keep carrying the stuff with us through all of our phases of life. And Absolutely. so the unpacking is what you're saying, right? Yes. Yes. You tried all the things. 
Yes. Right. You tried all the things. And eventually it sounds like then some of those things worked together over Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Right. Because it's a decision that you're making to love yourself, mm -hmm. to value yourself, mm -hmm. to consider yourself, to put yourself in the equation, which again is not something that we're taught to do as Latinas for sure. Mm -hmm. There's this underlying mea culpa, like oh my God. this idea yes. that there has to be a suffering if you're going to be a good person, because if you're not suffering, you're not good. You are speaking to me right now because I am working through that. I didn't even realize that I was carrying this, that there's punishment. Like I deserve to suffer. I deserve to be punished for mistakes. But it's like, how is that helpful? It's not helpful. And as a matter <laughs> of fact, it's extremely damaging. Yeah. And it's one, it's again, those pieces that you have in that backpack that you don't know. Mm -hmm. They weigh a ton. They're tiny. Yeah. They can be super tiny. You don't know where they came from. Mm -hmm. And in some cases, it's not going to matter, right? In some cases, you can go to therapy, you can do something, you can go to therapy or yoga or get a facial or whatever. In some cases, those things are not going to matter. But in some cases where you've begun to disguise that chatter as your own beliefs, as your own ideas, as an organic part of you, that's mm -hmm. when you've got to really yeah. do the work. Mm -hmm. Because then you have to say, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, where did this come from? Right. Is yeah. there an evil twin living inside of mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. What I determined was that that's not an evil twin. That is a subconscious that wants to protect me. Mm -hmm. And somewhere in there, we have to reconcile those voices, all of those parts of me. The chola who, you know, who would have fights. Yeah. I just want to clear up that <laughs> I never... I didn't start it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I was going to say that, actually, because I've actually only started one fight in my life. Mm. Everything else was self-defense. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Part two. Part two. Um, but, you know, so that really tough girl who had to survive... Mm -hmm and did things behind that survival, yes. whether it was intentional or unintentional, yeah. reconciling that part of myself. She was also incidentally the person that was causing me to have these heart flutters, these panic mm. attacks. You know, when you think about the subconscious mind and what it does, it's regulating everything in our system. We go to bed, we're breathing, our temperature is regulated. That's homegirl keeping you alive. Yeah. But she's also keeping you alive based on a five-year-old concept. Yes. Right? Yes. Based on her idea of what it is to be secure. Yeah. So, Sandra, you're operating in a place that you don't really know. Mm -hmm. Nobody know has ever been here. This ain't safe for you. Mm -hmm. And so now, starting to reconcile as a grown-ass woman. Yeah what it means to stand in this and what it means also to call up, to reframe your mindset, yeah. reframe your thoughts, yeah. biologically reprogram your body so that you can stand in there gloriously telling these sharks to, excuse me, but you can fuck yourself because yeah, yeah. I, I want my money, baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And it not even fuck yourself just unless like, that brings you pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But no. Mm hmm. But no, mm -hmm. because I have all of this and I can stand in all of this. Yes, yes. And even though I've not seen it modeled by anybody close to me, I don't need that model because mm -hmm. I am the model. I am the new model. We're building the new model. Yes. What, aside from the belief systems that you had to let go, talk to me about people that you had to let go. Because we know that it's also like, you know, in, in Spanish, we have a saying, you know, dime con quien andas y te digo quien eres. 
And so what about that part? Because I feel like that is also one of those things that holds people back that they don't know. Because like, how can I break up with my best friend from grade school or like the people from my neighborhood or even your family, you know? It is so painful. Once again, like, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer. I'm Mm -hmm. just trying to keep it real and tell the truth. Like, some of those moments, those are defining moments of your life. Like, are you going to be able to say goodbye to some of the people that have been in your life forever and what it means in our culture because yes. we associate that with a level of loyalty. Yes. And if you're not loyal, you ain't shit. Yes. Like you give your word, your word yes. is bond, you show up. Yeah. We show up at places that we're supposed to be. We're told we're supposed to be. We're told that this is what it looks like to yeah. be loyal, but we're yes. not taught that you can be loyal to yourself. That part. And that you owe that to you. And how can you be loyal to someone else when you're not loyal to you? And that there is an even exchange and you don't have to sacrifice that soul. But it feels like a death, right? It is a death. Mm -hmm. It is a death because you've invested, you've invested energy, time. There's been secrets exchanged. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of things that are held. And letting that go, it is a death because you're letting go pieces of yourself. Right. Of your past, of your history, of who you thought you were. Yes. Right? Yes. So it's not easy. It's not an easy journey to it's get not. to evolve, right? You did all the things. You had to let go of people. You had to let go of belief systems. How long does this take? Yeah. <laughs> like, so for example, asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> How long did that take for you to like, when you're in the hospital with like a panic attack and like now you're helping other people change their lives? Like, what was that time period? I think it wasn't like, it wasn't a linear process. Mm -hmm. I think I just started sharing. I mean, ultimately how I started helping people was I just started writing. I just started Mm -hmm. telling my business, which is another thing that was totally the antithesis of how I was raised. Like you don't tell, you don't put your business out on the street. But I knew that what I was learning was something that I wanted to share. Mm -hmm. I knew that I had a reputation, right? So I wear a sad girl's face. So I had this familiarity. I had people that recognized me that felt like I was their sister, a representative of their tia, their cousins, Mm -hmm. whether they were the giggles or the mousy or the sad girl or the whisper, they related to these characters so much. And I felt like well, I'm going to start here. I'm going to bloom where I'm planted. I'm going to, I'm going to share this because I can't be the only one. And I just started sharing and it was super organic. I wasn't sharing because I had come out and I was already (laughs) arrived. Yeah. Yeah, right, Right. Right. At 53, guess what? I haven't arrived. I'm here and I'm loving my life and I'm blossoming and I'm still going places. Right. So I'm hoping that I continue arriving. Yes. I continue getting somewhere. I continue. I move to another country, right? See you soon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're going to do that. So I think that when we begin to look at this as a nonlinear adventure, mm-hmm. it's so much more interesting. And the expectations, we can just eliminate that. Yeah. We have enough expectations that we put right. on ourselves, comparisons. Yes. Yes. It does no good to look at how long it took me. Right. Look at how long it's taking you. Yes. Right. And decide, well, this makes me happy. Yeah. And so today you might have arrived at where you wanted to be for your intention for today. That's right. And you just keep letting that happen. Thank you for that. Because basically you're like, it's whatever it is for you. Without a doubt. I'm like, is it a year? Is it two years? Right. I need to know. I need to know. I need hard answers. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But when you're in it and it's not comfortable, you do want somebody to say, look, it's right. It's this. Yeah. You want that prescription. Yes. Take the medicine. Yes. And you're going to be better. How many weeks? Right. Yeah. How many do I have to do a day? Yeah. Exactly. 
And that's also really, really rough yes. because we've grown up in that environment where we can go to the doctor and we can say, this is wrong with us. And it's called a practice for a reason, yeah. right? The doctors don't know everything. Yeah. The coaches don't know everything. Right. The therapists don't know everything. Everyone's figuring it out. We're here helping each other figure it out. Yeah. Well, this is what worked for me. Yeah. You know, Fulana had this and that worked for her yeah. and so-and-so had this. But ultimately... It comes down to you focusing. We get so outer focused mm -hmm. that sometimes just taking that nice mm -hmm. deep breath to listen. And so tell me about your practice now for you, where you are in this moment, because obviously the journey's not over, you're still on it. You have to, I'm assuming, have some practices that you do now that keep you grounded. Mm -hmm. Am I correct? Absolutely. Okay. And there are, again, mental, physical, and emotional practices, right? Because I'm a being. I'm not just an electrified meat suit. I really do <laughs> believe yeah. that I'm electrically connected, yes. right? So yes. I do go to, I, I love grounding. I love being outside yes. in, the, in nature. I love my trees. Yes. I love the ocean. I love putting my feet on the ground yes. and feeling that earth, especially when you live or you're spending a significant time in a city environment. Yes. So it becomes incredibly important to remember that you're a part of nature. You're a natural mm -hmm. being and to do what you can to get your time in there. Yes. Whatever that looks like. Uh, you know, it could be something as like aromatherapy, whatever yeah. it is for you to just know that you can get grounded. Yeah. My other practices could be meditation, mm -hmm. prayer. It can be singing, which mm -hmm. I, I'm a horrible singer, but hey, it's about me. <laughs> it's for you. I, I'm not singing for anybody. <laughs> whatever it is that strikes my fancy at that time. Uh-huh. You know, it's like when people say, well, what, what what do you do for your skin? It's like whatever strikes my fancy. Yeah. Okay. Right. So in other words, like it's a flow. It's a flow. It's not like it's 5 a.m. I wake up and I do this. And then at 6 a.m. I eat oatmeal. No, you are just saying you go with it. I flow because that's what matters to me. There was a time when I was much more rigid mm -hmm. and the discipline, there was a safeness in that discipline. So if that's what you need, again, you've got to do you. There's an art to listening to yourself. Yes. So you talk to me in six months, I may say, you know what, Sandra, I have to wake up at 6 a.m. now every day and yeah. I got to hit the gym yes. because that's yes. what's making me feel connected now today. This keeps coming up for me is this concept of impermanence. You know, I'm like, how does it end? Where are we going? What time do we get there? How long is the show? You know, I want to know and I am learning because this is actually how life works is that nothing is permanent. This is how it is today. This is what is working for me today. This is what time I woke up today. And that is getting comfortable with that is also important, right? Because it requires a listening is what I'm hearing from you. Yes. It requires a listening. What, what's working for you right now, if, if we, when I come and meet you in San Miguel in a year, hopefully less, yes. it might be something different. Absolutely. Right? Because you are listening to whatever you need at that time. Like yesterday is gone. It's gone. Bye. Right now, I could try to rollerblade like I did when I was, you know, 16. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That might not give me what I need, you yes. know. And so you're absolutely right. I think that one of the things we really miss out in, in communication is listening. Mm -hmm. It's 50 percent. We're so busy broadcasting yeah. that we're not just quiet. Yes. Like, what do I need? And also that we're constantly changing. We're physically changing. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like literally... I look at pictures of my daughter when she was five and I'm like, I'm never going to see her again. Ever. 
But the good thing is that you have her in your mind. So if you wanted to go back to that, you have her and the essence of her and the moments, right? We can live in those moments too, right? We can recall and stimulate ourselves in that kind of way. We can have yeah. so much fun playing, right? Yes. Using our imagination to spark creativity, to send us into different dimensions, right? Yes. And so we want to utilize that time wisely. We want to utilize that time to the best of our abilities. Mm -hmm. I want my playtime to be playtime. So how I do that is I just listen. What am I going to do today? Oh, okay. So today I'm going to meet. All right. So I'm going to do bands today because I didn't move my body. All right. I'm not going to beat myself up because yeah. I didn't go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. How about that? Just mm -hmm. for a start. Self-care. Yeah. It's not one thing that you do the day. It's how you treat yourself. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. I love that because self-care is a term that is also kind of like new-ish. And we hear about self-care, like, what does that mean? Does it mean you go to a spa? Does, does it have to cost money? Right. And it's a lifestyle of listening. Mm -hmm. Yes. Would you say that? A lifestyle of listening. And once you listen, like then it becomes a celebration. And that's the fun part. You want to get to the celebrating. Yes. If you're so worried about getting to the next minute, you did not enjoy, right? Mm -hmm. That's part of the reprogramming too. Yes. It's saying, I'm going to stop. And instead of rushing to what I think it's going to be like when, if I can drop the if then formula, I can live in this now mm -hmm. and really feel like what it feels like to enjoy this, right? This is confidence. I'm trusting me. Yeah. I'm trusting that I know how to get to good. Yeah. I don't want to be just okay. I want to live my life good. Yeah. I want to have a good life. Yes. And so how am I going to get there? No matter what, I'm going to choose to love me. Yeah. So all of the fuck ups, I'm going to forgive the fuck ups. Yeah. All of the things that I didn't do, I'm going to forgive those things. Yeah. All of the things I did, I know that at the end, I'm going to love me. Yeah. Like I'm my best. I'm my, 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 my girl. Yeah. I'm my home yeah. girl. Yeah. And so getting to that, the lifestyle of listening and then moving into the celebration because the celebration gets fun. You get to celebrate shit yes. like, damn. Yes. And the sooner, the better. Yes. Right? Like, can we please not wait till we're retired to do that? Right? right. Because that's also part of the programming of like, do da la 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 and then you get to enjoy life once your kids have grown and you are now 65 and now your pension and your retirement and blah, blah, blah. Right? right. All of that programming. Absolutely. Yeah. I got to retirement Rome. Right? I didn't know where I want to go. I don't know what I want to do, but I knew I didn't want to stay where I had been. Mm-hmm. And so retirement roaming, I didn't even know that was a term. Me neither. I just learned that today. I was today years old when I learned that term. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, there you go. Like you get to retirement roam. Yeah. You get to determine like, okay, this is where I want to spend the next part of my life. The things that, you know, we have to start to concern ourselves with at a certain age, yes. right? Who's going to take care of me? Yeah. Where is the hospital? How do I want to live and how do I want to die? Yes. It's all kinds of things that don't have to be macabre. We don't yeah. have to fear these things. We just decide that yeah. this is what I want. And so really it's very empowering once you get into that state of just leaving behind whatever it was. Yes, you, you never saw anybody do this. It's okay. Mm -hmm. That means you really have very little chance of fucking up because there is no model. No measurement. Yeah. You're it, baby. Yeah. Right? You're you're it. Yes. You're the star. You're the pioneer. Yeah. They'll call you and go, wow, 25 How did you do that? Ago. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> and also yeah. just not celebrating the big moments. We had a, a talk about Shark Tank, which was your, your big moment. Mm -hmm. But like all of the things that you didn't talk about, those matter too. Yeah. Right? 
You got up today. You put your, your favorite outfit on. You did your thing. You're a great mom. You're doing this on a daily basis. You fought the fight. You didn't feel like going through the process. Celebrate that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. really, you graduated high school. You know, like, I'm all for going back in time. Like, there was a lot of shit that I did that I didn't celebrate because I passed it off as, you just just, just do what you were supposed yeah. to do. Well, yeah, of course you have to be in right. a movie. Right. <laughs> well, of course, you have to make a living. And of yeah. course, you got to, yeah. you know, yeah. you got to raise your kids. And you yeah. No, there's I woke up in my right mind today. So I'm going to celebrate that. Yeah. I was sharing actually uh, with Sam uh -huh. about ballet and how I was this chunky little Puerto Rican <laughs> ballerina who auditioned and got my first job in the Nutcracker. And I was like 50 before I said, damn, I did that. I did that. Yeah. Oh, look at me. I was in the Nutcracker and I let myself feel joy about it mm -hmm. and I let myself talk about it because we have a lot of moments that we pass off because we're too busy rushing to the next one yeah and we're too busy downplaying who the fuck we are and I'm tired of it yeah I'm tired of having done it to myself for so many years mm -hmm. I downplayed everything and so of course I was insecure so celebrate it. If you have to celebrate it today and it happened 20 years ago, go ahead. Great. Who's telling you you can't? Take for one. Let's go. Right? Bring me the champagne. Yes. Mm -hmm. Take credit for the things that you've done. Yeah. For the things that you think, for yes. the things that you're doing, the things that you want to do. Yes. Be there. Yes. And throw yourself a damn party. Okay, thank you. Because I also feel like there's a cultural part of this too, of like humility. Of right. like, don't show off. Eat. You know what I mean? That is learned. It is totally learned. Like Absolutely. we we were not born that way. We were born partying. Yeah. We were born partying yes. and playing yes. and celebrating. And look what I did. And look what I did. Yes. And then that gets dumbed down. Right. Right. It gets numbed. And then those moments happen. Right. Where like something amazing happens. Like you were in the goddamn nutcracker. Like I didn't even know that. What? And you're like, it's not a big deal. And, the t and like you don't enjoy it. You don't celebrate right. it. Because I was only a soldier. I wasn't Clara. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we downplay that. Mm hmm. And then what we start to dwell on is I was never Clara. Uh -huh. And so that becomes the narrative that you celebrate or that you are ashamed of. Yes. Because you never celebrated that you were a soldier. Because how many people get to be the Nutcracker? It didn't not matter because I was not Clara. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And so that's how we keep minimizing. We keep ourselves from celebrating and we keep ourselves in suffering mode. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Part of it too. And in not enoughness mode. Not enoughness mode. Yeah. It's a beast. Yeah. And humility, you can be humble. We often think of humility and silence as the same thing, and that's killing us because yes. humility doesn't equal silence. Yes. I find that when you're first starting to brag, and I love getting my clients to brag, mm -hmm. and bragging is a trigger word for so yes. many of us. Again, learned. Right. Totally learned. The brag, the art of the brag. When I'm getting my clients into this brag mode, I love to have them practice getting rid of the feeling of shame of yes. bragging. Yes. Right? Yes. It's a practice. So we're going to meet every week. Like the first thing you're going to tell me is what, what you got to brag and about. And say it with your full chest. Right. Say it with your full there chest. There has to be a Cardi B, a Beyonce, mm -hmm. a Sasha Fierce. Yes. In you that you just let be 
obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Like, I did this. I walked in and I said, bitches, you gonna give me my money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I mean, the quietest people, they have that. Yes. Right? And if we begin to bring some brevity to it, we begin to lighten it up and have fun. Yeah. Because our greatest fear is that we're going to be that obnoxious girl, that, that girl. That we're going to be judged. Right. Nobody's going to like us. Yeah. Oh, nobody what will they say? That. Right. What will they say? I always say, Fulana's not coming. She's not coming to judge you. You know who's judging you? You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're judging And you, you know what? If they judge you, and then what? I mean, honestly. You know, I have all sorts of hater comments on YouTube for my Shark Tank video, and I'm like, uh-huh, and what? <sighs> she only went on there for the marketing. Uh-huh, thank you. Yeah, because she's... Oh, you mean I know what I'm doing? <laughs> thank you. I take that as a compliment. Oh, right? Because uh, let me just tell you, everybody went on there for the marketing. You know what I mean? It's a TV show. So you either know how the world works or you don't. <laughs> Education. Yeah. Marketing 101. Okay. How many millions of viewers do they have? Okay. Yes. But the point is just that like the fear of, of retaliation, the fear of judgment, like really keeps, I think, a lot of people just from stepping into their full potential, their full power, yes. joy. Yes. Right? Yes. Because we know that we're the worst critics of all. But once again, that's reconciling that piece of us, that subconscious piece of us that just wants to survive. Right? We just want to survive. Yeah, we just want things to be okay. This idea that being likable increases our chances of living. Yes. And so getting I won't over get eaten. That, right. I won't get killed. Right. Yes. They're going to save me. Somebody's going to protect me from all of this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's somebody that's going to protect you. Yeah. And she's called you. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps you two have met. Yeah, look in the mirror. Right. Yeah. She's going to protect you. You've just got to kind of reprogram her to understand what it is that's important, what matters. Yes. What's the real life danger here? The real life danger is us not living our true self, us trying to be somebody else, us living a life that is killing us because we're anxious, we're stressed, we're miserable, and we're afraid. Yes. And how much of this comes from what you learned when you were a child? Uh, you know, you might want to talk to a scientist because there's so much scientific evidence that says it can be anywhere from 90% to, you know, 50%. But it's a great percentage. Yes. Right? You've got a five-year-old running the show. Yes. A five-year-old is running your show and you're a grown-ass woman. And so, yes, you have to go back and you have to tell the girl, hey, yeah, baby girl. It's okay. This is okay. It's okay. You can we chill. We got this. Yes. Right? And yes, when you begin to call in an understanding of who you are and where you came from, this is why these rituals of calling on your ancestors become so significant, of looking at your own family history and praising them. For me, looking at my grandmother who came from Venezuela, was working in Trinidad on a plantation for seven years when she was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, they end up in New York, pay for her brothers to go to school, to go to university and entirely change the trajectory of her life mm -hmm. and her family's life. So I come from an amazing people. Yes. Right. Yes. Like you come from an amazing oh, yes. people. Absolutely. Like warriors. Yes. Full on warriors. Full on warriors. Yes. Survivors. Yes. And to stop listening to any narratives that call that any different. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to believe any more narratives that call that different. I'm going to call bullshit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call bullshit on a colonialized education. Yes. I'm going to call yes. bullshit on a yeah. whole bunch of things. Mm -hmm. And bringing that, that also allows you to show up in a whole different way. Mm -hmm. It's like my cloak. It just allows me to show up in a whole different way. Yes. Yes. I'm like, can we get to the action items, Angel? Like, what do I need to do? <laughs> like, tell me 
what I need to do. I understand it's a journey, but like I have already witnessed, experienced in my life already, like the letting go of people, of belief systems, of narratives, of guilt from the past, of the past period. And like, is there something else I should be doing? <laughs> I think you need to play more. Thank you. Yes. I think you need to play. I okay. think I think for you, life is hella serious. Mm -hmm. And part of it is because you're operating in realms that you've never operated in. There's so much newness and there's a great deal of fear. There's still... Uh, lingering doubts about is this real I can mess this up any uh -huh. minute there's expectations yes yes and so I would suggest play I love that giving yourself some play time thank you and I I literally found myself asking last year like what do people do on weekends because I legit do not know because all I do is work also it's I'm in New York and I would like to be in nature like if we were in San Miguel I'd be like let's go to the bathhouse I would know what to do on the weekend mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. here I'm like I feel very much like out of place you know mm -hmm. so it's more challenging I feel like just getting around New York City is challenging mm -hmm. you know and so playing I'm always like do I need to make a list like what are the things what do people do because like Central Park is not cutting it for me <laughs> I've been to all the museums I think what you <laughs> are taking the idea of play as an external concept Right. Okay. I feel when I you feel, were a kid. I feel called out. Uh huh. Right. Go on. Did you not play in your imagination? Totally. Did you not mm -hmm. make pies out of whatever? Yeah. Did you not teach school? Did you not? What oh, did yeah. you do? Yeah. What I had all the dolls lined up and I'd be like this, this, this. Okay. You <laughs> did not. since day one. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. And here you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you did not need anybody to entertain you. You didn't need anybody to bring you anywhere. If you had one doll, the situation worked. If you had five <laughs> dolls, the situation worked. Because yeah. you know who was there? You were there. Mm -hmm. And you were letting yourself be your most natural self. And we forget that. Yeah. I'm talking about play in your imagination. Mm -hmm. You don't need to go to San Miguel. You don't need to go to the museum. You can be still and have the most exquisite playtime you've ever had. I'm talking feel it in your body because the other thing is that this is not about what we're doing. It's about who we are, how we're being. Mm -hmm. You want to do something or you want to feel something yes. because there's a difference. Yes. I can give you a list of shit to do and you can come home and be like, that shit didn't work because I don't feel any different. Right. Yes. And I have experienced that. Right. Where like I went to the thing. I went to the place. I got on the plane and I came back and I don't feel different. Right. Because your feelings are inside you. Yeah. They're not outside. <laughs> You're like, hey, guess what? Right. Yes. Yes. So internal play. Yes. Starting with how you want to feel. When was the last time that you felt that? So you want to feel at peace? Mm -hmm. When was the last time you felt that peace? Well, let's go there. Mm -hmm. Let's spend some time in that space. What were you wearing? Where were you? Who was there? What faces did you see? Mm-hmm. We're going to recreate that because it's in your mind. So let's spend some time creating that and let's get in the habit of feeling that again. And from there, from that feeling, your outer world will change. Your outer world will change because now you're conditioning your mind to understand that this is something that is a repetitive formula for me. I can redo this. I spend this many moments feeling at peace. Yes. I spend this many moments feeling confident. Yes. I spend this many moments feeling like I can do anything, right? So it's all about what you want to feel. Right. I spend this many moments feeling like I can do anything. Yeah. Like I have all the money in the world and I can go anywhere. Yeah. I spend this much time feeling my body is completely healthy. Mm -hmm. Woo! Mm-hmm. And that's how we shape the reality. That is how we shape our reality. Mm -hmm. We're not looking for things to do because our world is literally 
filled mm. with every kind of distraction that you can do. We're looking at how we're going to connect to feeling. Mm -hmm. Form follows feeling. Mm -hmm. And that is a whole word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that that is just a beautiful place to end. And I just want to ask you just some rapid fire questions. Okay. You know, just a few, just a okay. few, like three. Okay. So the best piece of advice you have ever received. And listen, if you want to tell me the worst piece of advice, I'm good with that too, because it's about like the impact. So like the best piece of advice you have ever received. The best piece of advice I've received was from a stranger I met in a supermarket. He was about 89 years old. He was ancient. And he looked at me and he said, how are you? And I said, I'm here. And he said, good, just be and stay. Mm. It took me a while to process that, but I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Describe your perfect day. Don't hold back. I know you won't. Your perfect oh, day. My perfect day, it doesn't have a look. Mm -hmm. It has a feeling. Mm -hmm. So my perfect day, I wake up and I feel fabulous. My body feels so good. It's so fluid. Nothing's cracking. I'm eating the things I love to eat. I'm doing my thing, whether it's out in the air. I just feel good. I feel alive. Mm -hmm. That's my perfect day. It's a feeling. Mm -hmm. It's a feeling. That's the lesson. And what do you want to be remembered for? I thought you were going to say, what do I want to be when I grow up? I was like, ooh. <laughs> we can answer that too. Can I be Angel Aviles? <laughs> that uh, is the correct answer. What do I want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for telling the truth. Telling the truth. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Angel, thank you so much. It has been a joy. What a blessing that it just worked out that you happened to be in New York. And so, and so that excited. we get to have this conversation in person. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. As we continue to celebrate Women's History Month, I want to remind you about the special code for podcast listeners only Her Story 20. That's H E R S T O R Y 20 for the entire month of March. Enter that code at checkout for 20% off anything from our site. Cannot be combined with other discounts. Thank you for being here with us. Remember to leave us a review on whatever platform you are listening from. Spread the word so we can impact and grow the community. If you are an entrepreneur looking for more real talk and resources, you can join my entrepreneurial newsletter from my personal website, sandralilavelasquez.com. But also visit nopalera.co to pick up your favorite self-care items for yourself and your loved ones. Join the Nopalera mailing list to be the first to hear about new products, exclusive promos, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at nopalera.co. Stay resilient.